Welcome to the Witching Hour with Nynx's Grove. I'm Sapphire. And I'm Tara. And today we're going to poorly explain what witchcraft is. Probably. I'd like to think it wouldn't be poor. Like, I mean, we've been doing it for like a decade, so it might not be poorly, but it... probably not professionally. <laughs> what is professional? Fair enough. So we apologize. We are outside. It is raining. You probably hear water. You might hear the air conditioner. But that's preferable to screaming children. Yeah. It's actually not raining anymore, but... Everything is still dripping. We're under a metal roof awning thing. Yeah. So when it rains, even just a very little, it gets very loud. It's not ideal. But again, better than screaming. So I'm assuming... Since this is a pagan podcast, for the most part, you probably know what witchcraft is. But in case you don't, I'm sure you should probably put two and two together. It's, I'm not going to say it's like mainstream media witchcraft, but there are some very good representations. So for the most part, witchcraft is the use of energy pulling energy, directing intentions, and to get an outcome that you would prefer. It is not an exact science. Actually, some people think it is science. But not exact. It's nowhere near exact. It's definitely up to universal decision. Just because you do a spell or magic does not mean it's going to happen. But it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it may not happen in the way you originally intend for it to happen. Yeah. For me, specifically, being more pagan, I do consider myself a witch. Just The term witch is very broad and can mean a lot of things, kind of like pagan. Like I said, poorly explaining what witchcraft is. I consider myself a witch, mainly because I really don't consider myself anything else. We are going to dive into what, to us, would be the basics of witchcraft is, or at least basics of... Our practice? Yeah. Pretty much we're just going to tell you what we do. So, let's start with... Uh, talking about energy. Energy is all around everything. Everything's made up of energy. Everything has energy. A good way to think about it is um, an aura. The aura around people is their energy. Everything, plants, animals, people, inanimate objects on occasion. Pretty much anything has energy. Believe me, I can pick up an energy field on most things. Doesn't mean non-natural things can have an energy. Most everything has an energy just because there is some form of a natural ingredient, I guess would be a Everything's good way. made from something. So like minerals, metals, wood, stone. All those things have an energy. It, it, the best description is like a vibration. Most things in the universe work on vibration. Your light, your sound. Energy. Energy. So pretty much what energy does is you can use it for a multitude of things. Most empaths, they are picking up on the energy from other people, which is why half the time when you walk into a room if you can sense the the mood the mood of the room that would be picking up on the energy that the other people are giving off like how uh, some people say that you could cut the air with a knife yes. that is a mm -hmm. negative energy yes but energy all the same vibing it's the basis of vibing so another thing is healing you can use energy for healing most Commonly known is, would be Reiki, which eventually we'll get into that because well, Sapphire and I yeah, are—they they do that. I don't. Are 
master level Reiki, I guess. It's, we took a class. Yeah, we took a class, and at the end they said we were masters, and... Mm, yeah. She's good at it. I didn't say we weren't good at it. Well, you've it's never just done it to me. Three classes, and we're considered masters. That just kind of iffy to me. It rubs your wrong? Yeah. But technically, we're they master certificates and people. So eventually that'll happen, come up somewhere. Energies can help aid in meditation if uh, you can... If you can them. pick up on the vibration around you, um, this is what guided meditations help with. They direct you to the energy path to get you into a good meditative state. And like you use energy to cleanse your chakras and that's how most people start with meditating. And I myself just kind of follow the vibrations away from my body and shit ensues. Yeah, that's the basis of meditation is for me, Personally, how I view meditation is that you're you're leaving your body and not leaving your body. So, which probably, if we ever looked up actual definitions outside of the blog, you know, we might this might go a lot better. But for me, meditation is like. I'm meditating, I'm there, I'm in my body, I'm still mostly spatially aware. There's been a few times that I wasn't freaked the hell out of me. But your mind or spirit or soul or whatever you want to call it is somewhere else. For those of you who partake in a certain plant that helps you, woo, um, you see energy, you see the vibration. My eyeballs vibrate. Um, not me. Not you? Not me. You just must never have gotten high enough. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I just didn't see energy. Granted, this was not before I was vegan, so no, yeah, no, I didn't see energy. Um, I, I do. I Everything just kind of vibrates, and my eyes are vibrating, and that's the best time to meditate. I, well, I might, I was in a meditative state, let's put it that way, but... It was not that. Um, <laughs> anyways. So, for me, you're... When, at least for me, what I consider when I'm meditating, it's like my body is still in the physical plane, but my spirit and mind, my consciousness... Yeah, my awareness is more so in, like, the spiritual plane. I guess that would be the best description. That's why generally you can see, hear, feel things, but you're not actually there. Which, I mean, I guess is the point of meditation. But for some meditation. For some. For some things. Sometimes it's handy. Sometimes it's not. But yeah, like Tara said, cleaning energies, you or cleaning chakras, you would use energy. Which I'm. We'll be a blog post coming up soon about that. So, pretty much energy, like you can. Energy is the basis of most magic. At least me. I mean, in in theory, it should be the basis of all magic, whether you realize it or not. Well, tech, energy is technically like the base of in everything. If you want to get real specific, but like you can manifest energy in multitudes of ways. One of the things, and I do believe I mentioned this in my energy manipulation post, I think it was that one. I mentioned it in one of the posts I wrote um, about when we were still in high school and just learning we were learning how to do energy balls, which is exactly what it sounds like. Energy. And it's really cool because if you do it long enough, you can act, if you, you can feel the energy pushing on your hands, um, there's a lot of good when I, processes. When I still worked in retail, I worked at a self-checkout 
overnight. So I was alone for a lot of the night. I used to put trees all over at the checkouts and watch, or more so feel, like when somebody would come and scan the item, the trees would just go poof. I envisioned it as like the, the smoke from Mulan, the swirly, puffy smoke. Energy, so yeah, energies, you can manifest it in mul multiple ways. There's a ton of resources online. I probably won't necessarily go into how to manifest energy. It's really hard to teach it if you're not right in front yeah. of the other person. That's the other it, thing. Writing it down of, is one thing. Doing it's yeah, slightly it's, different. It, it's something you have to be able to feel and help the other person feel. This is something... Uh, so, I've been trying to teach my husband some of this stuff and I am now also... Fun fact! I gave Jen witch books. <laughs> so, one, her mother might kill me. Two, I've been trying to figure out how to further educate that the boys want to learn too, by the way. I will take all the blame. So, she is talking about Sapphire's brothers and sisters who are 15, 13, and 12. Or they will be this year. Um, uh, no, Jen will be 16. We're turning 27. No, you're right. Yes. That's how old they are right now. Um, they'll be another year older this year. Whatever. Not the point. <laughs> the point is... Sapphire's mother is very... Against mm, yeah, witchcraft. Yeah, against witchcraft. And it's not necessarily... She's not a good Christian. She's not. No. But she's very... She's the most pagan Christian we know. Besides my mother. Yeah, besides her mother. Uh, Sapphire's mother is the most pagan Christian woman I know. Uh, but she's so against witchcraft, it is... It's actually kind of funny because now all four of her children want to learn. And I will happily be the person to teach the other three so that they don't get in trouble. She is going to have four witch children and five witch grandchildren. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, right. three witch grandchildren and two honorary witch grandchildren. Yeah. Because <laughs> my kids are basically another set of grandchildren for her. Okay. Fun fact! She's trying to get us killed. Okay, so potential murdering of my wife and I aside, teaching energy manipulation is one I've, I've personally never really tried very much. Um, Y'all taught me. We had help with that though. So we went, we've, we've went over the basics with people we've helped. I guess, I guess technically we have. It's one thing to type out how to do it. It's a complete other thing to actually do it. try to do it. For me, it was feeling like I was insane. This was forever ago. We are a little insane. Yes, but not that insane. The big thing for me was just getting over the hump of believing that it was there. Once that happened, it went fairly Smooth. smoothly afterwards. One of the things energy also tends to be involved in would be rituals. I know witchcraft and rituals kind of goes hand in hand together. Sometimes. 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 Not all witches, witches do rituals. Not all rituals are witchcraft. Uh, Wiccans are big for the rituals. And that's what we started with was Wicca. I know I posted a couple rituals on the blog, so this really isn't going to be very much different. But in case you haven't, yeah, like, in case like, you haven't if, seen if it, you were like me and you just kind of skimmed through them. I'm the one I didn't read at all. So one of the things is I'm the one that tends to actually write and plan and lead. And lead. 
because none of the rest of our rituals none of the rest of us will yeah we just won't yeah um i also um my my husband and i have been planning our vow renewal pretty much since we got married and um I have half a mind to turn it completely pagan, piss off my entire family, and con this one into leading it. Yeah. Technically, technically, I did fill out all the paperwork to be ordained. And you won't need you wouldn't need to be ordained anyway. We're no, all I know. I know we wouldn't. I know we wouldn't need to be. What? I never thought of that. No, I was thinking because. Sapphire and I are married, mm-hmm. obviously, and but we just did like a courthouse marriage, which one of the pictures of us on the blog is actually from, well, actually, the getting to know us, both the getting to know us posts on the blog. We're from one of our weddings. Yeah, each picture was from one of our weddings. No, we don't, I've been wondering how who we were going to have do our wedding. You mean for when we, yeah, for renew. when we renew. We don't actually need anyone ordained. No. Because huh. I was just going to, originally I was just going to have my dad do the ceremony. But he's not going to be okay with a super pagan. No. Nah, he won't be okay. <laughs> right, anyways. I'm not even sure they'll be okay attending. I okay. have two. What? Yeah, we can talk about that later. <laughs> anyways. Um, so, basic ritual structures. So, I have... So because I'm the one that leads them, I tend to just not really write them down anymore. It's probably really stupid that I don't. We, but we used to keep like... I used to get all like proper and type out and like pages. Type everything out, what, what was going to be said, what was going to be done. And... Then it got to the point where I was looking at paper and not actually participating in the ritual. I'm like, uh, maybe not. One of the things is I have thought of starting to write down the rituals for this. I don't know how that would work or what we'd do with them, but I have thought about that. So basic rituals, if you don't know what they are, it is essentially like a ceremony, raising energy for a stronger effect for whatever magic you may be doing. Or, or to get more in touch with maybe your deities or your yes. your spirit guides. So for us, the basic structure is we normally have an altar of some form. On that altar, we normally have our elemental candles, which would be the yellow, yellow red, red, blue, blue green, green, and purple, purple. Um, for air, fire, water, earth, and spirit. We tend, normally, I put athme and wand down we do normally have them. But we don't use them. Yeah, they don't get They, they kind of sit there. Some people use an athame or a wand to uh, call the direct elements. Energy. Direct the energy, call the elements. We don't. We just no. light candles. We, Which, again, harkens back to the House of Night. Um, that's where we got introduced to the fact of calling elements, and all they do is light call candles. them and light candles, and yeah, so kind of ingrained in the brain. Um, there have been times where we will use them because um, you can invoke with the tracing of the pentacle the different ways in the air to invoke the elements, but haven't really felt the need to need to do it. So it's eh. all in that preference. case. It's in that case. It's all preference and whatever aesthetic you're going for. It, you can you can be the big proper ritual person or you can be a little more casual i mean i remember in like the first what the first like five years we were doing this stuff me and uh sapphire with the s's we're not starting that um anyways tools so we've Generally tend to have an athame and a wand on the altar with the candles. Um, in correspondence to the elements they would represent. So a wand would rep... I never it? understood 
of the wand air. Yes. The wand, or at least how we were taught, whether or not this is fully accurate. Um, this is just how we were taught. The athame is normally with fire, and the wand is normally with air. And then we will have a bowl of salt with earth, and a bowl of water with water. We generally tend to have a few crystals on there, like we have a crystal ball that we normally put next to the spirit candle. And we all, they, they have this really cool little pyramid with uh, yes, other crystals we have, coming it out. It is actually a Reiki, it is a Reiki crystal. It is to help distribute Reiki through the body properly. Um, it is just a triangle with a circle of, um... It's a, it's a pyramid. It's a stone uh, yeah, shape pyramid. of a pyramid with a circle and yeah, spokes. Triangle. Yeah, with, uh, crystal points and a circle around it. It is to help with Reiki. And it's, it's very pretty. Yes. And I, uh, me being the Earth Elemental I am, uh, cause we usually do rituals here cause, you know, up until last year I lived with my Christian parents. Aside from when she lived here. Aside from when I lived here. And I've, I've been out of my parents' house now four times, and I've been back within a year every time, except for this time. We're reaching the year mark, actually. And much as we hate our trailer park, we're not moving back in with my parents. Probably, good thing. <laughs> um. But we always do rituals here, so I tend to bring some of my crystals and some of my shit here. I mean, y'all still have that feather that was technically mine. You left it. I did leave it here. For what was I going to do with it moving back in with my parents? I don't know. Anyways, um, one of the... We also normally have smudge sticks. Well, we use smudge sticks, I guess. We also, I have made a smudge spray. A sage or spray. Sage it's basically sage tea. Damn essence. Essence. Sage smudge spray. Um, it works pretty much just the same as a smudge stick. Uh, spray it through the room to help and, and everybody's clean, faces. cleanse, negativity, and everything. And in everybody's faces. Yeah, that can get dangerous, though. I'm not recommending to spray it in faces. We also tend to light a couple incense. Um, not really for any purpose other than it smells good, but you can do yes, the smoke are... cleansing with incense. Yes, you can smudge with incense. Um, that was one of the always things. If you look at the smoke of your smudge stick or your incense, it can tell you if the room is clean. Oh, this one I never knew. Yeah, so if you're looking and the smoke is just going like straight up and not like cloudy and everything, um, that generally means the energy in the room is more negative. If it's like billowy and spreading out. We need to clean my house then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's billowy and like spreading out, that not, there there's room for it to expand. We need to clean my house. You know how to clean your house? I don't have anything to clean my house. Amazon's a thing. We also tend to, I have a habit of liking to combine herbs together for homemade incense that never really works. Probably because we do it wrong. I do it wrong, but it works enough that I'm probably not going to change how I do it. <laughs> so we tend to have a cauldron with various herbs in it on the altar. Especially considering we usually end up burning something. We'll usually yeah. uh, have, we'll, we'll take, in, nine times out of ten, in the portion that is usually reserved for spell work, we don't generally have any spell work we're doing. Because we do yeah. most of it outside of a ritual sense. So what we do is we take paper, we write down what we want to manifest for the month, and we burn it and give it to the universe. In that case, you'd want like prosperity herbs or there's herbs for like granting wishes and shit like that. Protection. You'd put in there. Yeah. yeah. Protection, cleansing, healing, all that happy fun and, and crap. keeping <clears throat> grudges away. Obviously as a disclaimer, do not burn herbs unless you know you can burn them. There are some herbs that you it is poisonous to inhale them as smoke. Do your research. Yes. 
don't burn anything unless you know you can burn it. Don't leave anything burning unattended. Cauldrons um, are beautiful because most of them have lids, and when you want to yes. put the fire out, you just put the lid on it. No more oxygen, no more burn. As long as the lid seals. Well, but it, it at least still <clears throat> maintains the fire. Anyways, do your, do your research before you start lighting shit on fire. So, like I was saying with the smudge stick and the spray and everything, we generally try to clean the area for, in our case, we clean the entire house. Um, which is tricky because normally we're doing it when the children are asleep. So trying to get into their room to smudge their room is kind of difficult. Um, but we can't be doing this shit and lighting shit on fire with them awake. I mean, we can. We've done it. Um, I have actually cleaned the, or smudged the house with DW. He was following me around and helping. So he at least is very familiar with the concept of doing it. The girls, on the other hand. Yeah, the girls, I don't actually know if E.R. was born yet when this happened. I know my kids. I would have, yeah, your, yours weren't, and K.A. wasn't. Yeah, I know K.A. was not born yet. Um, E.R. might have been born. If she was, she was probably... Tiny. Infant. Tiny. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he at least is familiar with smudging, so he knows that sometimes we light things on fire and wave it around the house. He knows he's not allowed to do that. He's actually afraid of doing things like that, so it's probably a good thing. Fire? Yes and no. He's afraid of most things. That's true. But then we'll go nose diving off the couch, so. So, when prepping for a ritual, we tend to clean the house and everything. Um, I've been on here actually cleaning is one of the processes. You want a clean space for your ritual, physically and spiritually. Um, having room to, you know, maneuver and yeah. walk around. That's why we don't do rituals at my house. My yeah. house is constant. They, they may have more kids. I have more mess. Yes. One of the things you can do if you know you're planning to have a ritual or my... What I've wanted to do since we moved in here, actually, because I knew we were going to be here for a while. I've always wanted to set a crystal grid outside like around the perimeter of the house and I just never have had the chance to do it. We're going on like six years being here so but for that would be like pick my thought was to do like corners in each direction so it would be eight crystals charge them for your intention which in this case would be like protection prosperity. cleansing prosperity health, things like that, and then bury them in certain spots around the house, and it would create a, essentially a barrier around your, I love how I'm motioning and half of, half of it's out of frame, um, <laughs> would create a barrier around the property. So that is something I still want to do. Um, I don't know if it's worth it now, because... Personally, I would like to think that in the next couple of years we'll be at a place where we can not live in a three-bedroom house with five people. But, you know. So, yeah, that's at least what we do. We actually clean the area and then smudge the area. Um, obviously, make sure your tools are clean. Um, we have a habit of having candle wax covered altar cloths which there's a pitch to get off. We have a habit of having candle wax covered everything. The, yeah. the main candles we used to use, so the House of Night books had the, a candle set for a while. They're just like pillar candles, yeah, wax. Yeah, literally. Just, it just it is candle. just a pillar candle. It's scented. They were scented. They were scented, yes. yes. When we first bought them, they were scented. They were scented like the book. For So for if you don't know, in the House of Night, um, certain 
vampires would have affinities. affinities for the elements. And those vampires that had the affinities, when you called the element, they would feel like they were surrounded by the element, they could smell it. So these candles were actually scented based on what it was described in the book that they could smell. Um, they are not necessarily very scented now, but it's been... It's been years. You bought those a while. I, you bought those when I lived here. I bought those before we moved here. Did you? Yes. Oh. I have had those since we were like juniors. No. Yeah. No. Maybe seniors. We had graduated. I think you bought them when your boy was born. Yes. Yes, because we actually we have a picture of him holding the yellow one. Yes, somewhere. Candle Anyways, wax. yeah, candle wax. Um, these candles, they're just a Can normal pillar candle with a sticker on it. Which is depressing, but... Okay. Um, well, I don't know what else it would be. They could have really. carved it. Yeah. They could have, but I don't... That, then it would have melted and... You mean haven't the stickers melted? Only the earth one. <laughs> Poor candle. Anyways, but learned learned that just straight pillar candles don't really work. Um, so now all of our pillar candles are in glass jars. Works much better. And on that topic, there are a lot of people that say that you need to buy candles for each ritual you do and never use them for more than one. Oh yeah. You haven't seen those? I'm too poor for that <clears throat> shit. There is, like, a lot of spells are like, okay, well, buy this specific candle and inscribe what you want on it and burn well, it for... You're... Well, no, in that case, yes. If you're going to inscribe anything on it or anoint the candle, yes, in that case. But for this specific... Rituals. Basic like, rituals. Yeah, for basic rituals, for even... For protection spells or something like that when you're just lighting a candle to represent something so long as it's representing the same thing every time even then even then i magic is based off intention rituals are based off intention the only way it's going to work is if you're intending it to work properly doesn't matter what you use doesn't matter what you have in front of you doesn't matter where you are as long as you are doing it with the intention that it's going to work, or that what you want to happen is going to happen, it'll work. For the most part. Um, if it's gonna work, yeah, it'll work. Yeah, if it's gonna work, it's gonna work. So, when you see people that are like, okay, well you need to buy five candles for every tool you do. No, bullshit. Put the fucker out, put it back where it goes, bring it back out for the next one. Drove me nuts. We have used these House of Night candles for probably a decade now. Or at the very seven least, years. seven years. The main reason the House of Night candles are being retired, one, they're, they're getting pretty small, and two, the poor Earth candle has been yeah. through hell. All we the, don't know what happened, but this earth, this green candle the is The other just, four candles are like this, the Earth candle's like this, and we don't know why. This poor candle. Um, I don't know if it was maybe the coloring... There, the scent made it burn a little faster. I we have had struggles with that candle for day probably one. no, not day one, but day two? after two probably about a year or so of use, it was just not it working. Was dire. Um, it's so sad. So we have moved to glass jar pillars, which are very much so cleaner, which is nice. Um, not always easy to light, though, depending on how No, yeah, down. you definitely need a larger lighter to light one them. One of the grill ones. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning. So once everything's clean and everything's... The altar said you cleaned, we would then start the ritual. This would be where... Where the candles would, come into play. Yes, this would be where the candles come into play. So this is when we would start the ritual. We do the circle casting, which... For a circle casting is, there's two parts to a circle casting, um, depending on how you, how you see it, 
circle casting can either be calling the corners, which would be the elements, or most people actually refer to that as calling the quarters. And that a circle casting is just marking your area with energy. Is um, that when we used to walk around in the circle? Yes. I tend to do both at the same time now. Um, it just and depending, made well, more sense to do it. It also depends on the space you're working with. If you have a bigger space that you can walk around the whole space, yes. it, why in not? In that case, but for most circle castings, you're supposed to walk around the entire perimeter of the area three times. It's just, it's easier. It's easier to do it all together, I guess. It takes it's, less time. Yeah, it takes less time. Not that you really want to put a time restraint on your rituals, because you, you never know what's going to happen. But you, Also, if you have small children, take all the shortcuts you can. Yeah. Because I have a four-month-old. Yeah. He don't sleep tonight. When we call the circles, I do, I believe in the ritual we posted, which I will post, or we will put in the description box, the posts, or at least one of the ritual posts that I believe the first one I did we'll, is we'll, more detailed. Yeah, we'll do the first one, because the second one was a little passive-aggressive. Only a little. So... We'll mark the area as we call the elements, which I, I know we just went over this, but that when we call the elements, we'd actually call into each element in the direction that they're, so air would be east, um, and that would be bringing in the wisdom, fire would be south to bring in the passion, water would be west to bring in like fluidity, or cleansing, something along those lines. Um, earth would be in the north, which would be for strength and grounding. Um, and then spirit would be in the center, which some people don't consider spirit to be an element. And it, I understand everyone can do their practice the way they want to, but that and, drives me nuts. But th th there's also the thing of, I kind of understand why they wouldn't no, I completely, I completely understand why it's, I don't like it. And it's my choice, my practice. You don't want to use spirit, that's your choice. Not going to complain about it, but... Early. Don't expect any rituals to be posted from us not containing yeah. spirit. Yeah, it'll, they'll always have spirit. It's just the five points of the pentagram. It just makes sense to me. I, That's what it is. This how um, I was taught, so... Yeah. Well, on that, too. It, well, between the House of Night and actually being taught that. Which, she did not use spirit. No, I vaguely remember those arguments. She did not use spirit at first. It was because we were there and we're like, no, we're doing it with spirit. That we started using I, spirit. I vaguely remember that. And because I was, always, I was the only male in the group, and I was in the first coven, we were actually had, like, high priestess... I, by default, was the high priest, so I was like, no, we're doing it, if I'm, if I'm leading the ritual, we're doing it with spirit, so you just get used to it, which, again, kind of contradicts what I just said, but. But you were the one leading. Yeah, if you I were, was the one leading. If he hadn't been the one leading, he would have done whatever the one leading was doing, but yeah. if he was leading, she, if she was consenting to him leading, she had to consent to his way of performing okay. it. Yeah, so anyways. Can you tell <laughs> who, who does more of the, the ritual side of things? I've been really quiet. <laughs> anyway, so spirit would be in the center, which is for like purity, serenity, calmness, um, obviously helps you with spiritual issues. It connects you to the other, your spirit connecting to yeah. um the one of the ways to explain why spirit is important in this kind of situation important's not really the word i want but it's the closest word i can think of um you have the four elements you have the four main elements and then spirit kind of ties them together um actually 
that's part of the reason my tattoo is this is a double pentagram or pentacle double pentacle and then i have the elements wrapped around and my original intention which this is i've had this for years now was to outline everything in purple to represent spirit and connecting and binding everything together Never that, yeah i just haven't gotten to well, that just and then, like, um this was supposed to be purple yeah and then and then the tattoo happen. artist we were going to is no longer there and i don't know where he went and then covid and then children and then well then children then covid but yeah so it just hasn't happened i'm still missing quite a few tattoos that i'm supposed to have by now um so my I. I mean i was hoping to be so much i never fucking this is supposed to be a turtle i so i have a pinnacle on my foot that i've been meaning for years to turn into a turtle the pinnacle is going to be the back of the turtle it's it's going to go into a um any First possession it's going to be an any possession symbol from supernatural on the back of a turtle and the artist that I was going to last actually drew one up for me, and she gave the turtle wings. It was really cute. That's, no, well, this all happened during blowout number two. Yeah. Because all, so, <laughs> funny enough, we all have a pentacle on our foot. So, Tara, me, Sapphire, and Lady all have a pentacle on our foot. Um, we got them all two at the same time. No. It, no, I got mine. You got yours time. afterwards. Because I was at work. And then blowout number two happened, which, I mean, prime example of why you shouldn't get tattoos with your friends or matching tattoos with your friends. Something happens. In our defense, the blowout was already starting when we got the tattoo, so we really starting, shouldn't have gotten it. It was starting long before the tattoos. <laughs> but it was also something that. We kind of did it. If we had it, e even if none of us started talking to each other, or every all of us stopped talking to each other, it's just a pinnacle. Yeah. I mean, we'd still know, but it's not like getting your ex's name tattooed somewhere. Yeah, it's not like my poor, my husband, actually, uh, he has his brother's name on his arm. His brother doesn't talk to us anymore. Yeah. It's unfortunate, and he, he at least has the defense of... It's his brother. Yeah. But you still never know what's going to happen. That's why the only names I will ever have tattooed on me will be my children. I have said I would still get a tattoo for Sapphire. <laughs> anyway, so after you get the circle called and the elements called in, this is when we tend to call in deities. Um, and I don't think I've actually ever... I don't even think in our introduction I went into what deities we follow. No, because to be honest, we follow different deities by this point. We yeah. did two different introductions. Yeah. Anyways, so I tend to. I'll see. I. That's it's shifting. Night. It's shifting. Oh, it is. It it has been for a while, but. Um, this is news to me. Good when time. we first started, it was heavily influenced by the House of Night, and don't get me wrong, still, still love working with them, but we were following strictly Nynx and Erebus, hence Nynx's Grove, and don't get me wrong, I still, still follow them, they are still called into our rituals if we're working with deities at the time. Depending. Um, Some, sometimes they give yes. me the god spot. Yeah, sometimes. It's always well, been Nyx, but there have been times where we've evoked, like, Thor, because I, I'm more aligned with Norse deities. And I have always been under the impression that if you're in a ritual and someone calls, because there have been times where we'll just do, like, the basic call to the god or call to the goddess and not even name anything, yeah. I have always been under the impression that that whatever, whatever deity, deity that you're looking at or that you follow will be there with you one way or the other. So in my head, it was always, even if I'm calling Erebus, or you calling if it. she's looking for Thor, Thor is going to be there with them. And I'm 
not closing, not going to close out a ritual to any other deity but the ones that I'm following. That's just one, probably half impossible, and two, I'm not going to try to block out a god. Um, that just sounds stupid. There's one I there's oh, reasons yeah. for that. Um, so anyways, um, calling in deities, so I, we started with Nynx and Erebus, and after recent discoveries? Discourse? No, not discourse. No, there was no discourse. Um, discoveries, we started, I, I at least, Sapphire, as far as I know, still Nynx and Erebus. I branched out to, I have also worked with Lucifer, and I have worked with Lilith, and as of recently, like right around starting the vlog, funny enough, Hecate has been popping up fucking everywhere. She's been popping up for me everywhere um, lately. And not just like TikTok where if you like one thing it fucking pops up everywhere. Um, just fucking everywhere. Um, funny enough, Hecate, because they're all in the same pantheon, aside from Lilith and Lucifer. Um, but Hecate, Lilith, and Lucifer tend to go hand in hand with each other, which is yes, funny. that I knew. Um, even though completely different pantheons, but, um. Yeah, but. There is, because not a lot is known, as actually known, about the goddess Nynx, who is the personification of Night, um, which is why in the House of Night she is, which is why it's the House of Night, um, and she is the goddess of Night and vampires, which is less factual, but there is some thought that Nynx would have been Hecate's mother. There is some thought that Hecate might have been Nynx's daughter. I'm gonna say it too. Who the hell knows if it's true? But it would it would actually make a lot of sense. Yes, and so that's why I've never felt like oh I'm cheating on my deities and I'm like no, I, whoever I, comes comes. But I I have a bone to pick with that that cheating on deities thing because that's. Brings me back to the Christian side of things. Like, no, yeah, completely. That, that it's completely ingrained it. from what we are taught as children. Unless you are raised Pagan. in a polytheist religion, that mentality will be ingrained in you. Where you're like, well, that's not the God I work with. How can I do, how could I do that? I, I've and been, it's bullshit. I've, I have worked Honestly, very little with actual, like, gods and goddesses. Most of what I've worked with is angels by accident, and I hate it because they're dicks. Don't get me wrong. Uh, 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 the angel I've worked with the most is the Archangel Gabriel, and he has taught me a lot. I don't like all that he has taught me by any means, but he has taught me a lot. But I just, I hate the fact that trying to get away from Christianity, angels are stalking me. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, technically, angels... I mean, they can sort of count as deities, but not No, exactly. that's not even what I was going to say. Technically, they predate the Bible. Angels? Yes. Oh, yeah. They I know. predate the existence but, of Christianity. Still, especially with Gabriel, he is one of the, like, three angels mentioned in well, the yeah. Bible. And it... Yeah. Um... I can't get away. So, yeah. Obviously, whatever deity... On to what... On back to what we were actually yeah. talking about. Back to what we were actually talking about. So, at that point, we would call the deities, um, whichever ones, all of them, none of them depending on what we're doing. Um, and then it would be time to do whatever, if you're doing magical work, because not all rituals have to include magic. If you're going but to, if you're going to, this or would be the time. this would be the time. So, and magic, if just on in, in a general sense, 
magic does not need a ritual to be completed. Most of the time, it's unnecessary. But... But there are times where... It is beneficial. It, is, it would be beneficial, or... Like, if you're gonna try to do this... Honestly, please yourself. If you're if gonna... You want. If you're gonna do a spell pertaining to multiple people, like, say you want to do a protection spell for multiple people, instead of doing it individually for multiple people or using all of your own energy for multiple people, do it in a ritual with each of those people, have their energy mixing with yours, and it just makes it all stronger, and it... I think it Every time oh, yeah, I've there's, tried to do magic on my, numbers. every time I've tried to do magic on my own, it's blown up in my face. Yeah, there's strength in numbers, obviously. So, working with more people in a ritual or for magic would you'd want to do a ritual just to blend the energies for whatever magical work you're doing or not magical work you're doing. Sometimes you can just have a ritual to meditate. There is Sometimes. nothing saying you can't just call the sur call the elements to meditate. Sometimes that helps, actually. Yes. It helps you either go deeper down through the planes, or it just gives you a quiet space to concentrate. And Like, if you burn incense, incense is very... Um, it can be grounding, it can be just very pleasing to the senses and help you get to the state you need to properly meditate. Yep. That's how we lose him all the time. Reiki helps me meditate. So I will say, obviously, with everything, use caution. Don't just jump into things. Always, research always it. do your research. Don't, don't... Our explanations are passable. I mean, they're not bad. We, we have, we at least have our experience and we can share our experience to help educate people, but we, we should research a little more than we do yeah. before trying to explain some of this stuff, which is why we only ever talk about our experiences. Yes. Um, there are people that you can find them online. There's Facebook groups. There's everything. Now, I will say, don't believe everything you read on the Facebook group. Um, but there are people that will live and breathe this path who will know endlessly more than but we you, ever will. But you also have to caution yourself to find like-minded yes. people. Because everybody will preach their own path up and down but if it is not, if you do not resonate with that person, do not take to heart what they say or do. Yes. Because what, what real, I find what religion comes down to is whatever resonates with you. So back to taking caution, do your research. Don't light shit on fire if you don't know it's fire safe. Don't summon things you don't know if you can get rid of. Don't play with a Ouija board. Oh, yeah. Do your research before doing Ouija. But... Don't do Ouija. Or don't do just, it. Just don't. Just don't. I, I can see no benefits from a Ouija board. We have a message board. That hates me. I, anyways. So don't, don't summon things you don't know how to get rid of. Don't curse random people because you feel like it eventually things can make it back to you, especially if you're not doing it properly, it can blow up in your face. This is where the circle casting really comes in handy, because it is recommended to cast a circle of protection anytime you do any form of spell work. Yes. We um, don't. We should. I should. Things yeah. come back on me all the time. I, I don't know what I, you're talking about. I, um, I didn't think you did. Normally. Sometimes. But just do your research, protect yourself, and don't do anything dumb. I've also, I've gotten to the point where I don't necessarily need to speak to call my circle. Well, I don't think anyone technically needs to speak to call the circle as long as the intent is there. Sure. Yeah, but not uh, a lot I've, of people um, know that. When we had that uh, super moon or whatever, um, 
I was at work. I worked. I have worked some form of an overnight shift for too long. Um, so I was working at a place that I was at work from like 4:30 to 3 a.m. So, and this was during that super moon we had. Um, I had a perfect view of it from my car on lunch. I did a little tiny ritual for myself. Yeah. In my head, in my car. It doesn't have to be big and extravagant. Um, call the elements, call your deities, thank everybody for, you know, their contributions. And... Yeah, just be careful. Research. Other than that, go nuts. So, after any spell work or magic we would do, we would move on to offering, which is normally always recommended definitely it's one way to give thanks it's a way to re-energize yourself after doing any form of spell work it is definitely recommended to eat after doing any form of ritual or magic it helps ground you eating helps ground your energy back down to normal typically it's You've probably heard it referred to having cakes and ale after rituals or anything like that. Um, doesn't have to be cakes and ale. It can be um, juice. We normally do juice and cookies. One time we did cheeses. We've done fruit. Uh, I have, so I have um, two little stat, two statues. Of, I have a statue of Helen. I have a statue of Athena, and I have little crystal coasters that I use as offering plates for each statue for the deities. I have a Heath bar on a Phoenix. Little mini Heath bar that I don't know where it came from. It doesn't, as long as you are giving thanks to the energies that came to aid you, you're not gonna do it wrong. There doesn't really matter what it is. It's the intent. Um, yeah, it's, it's the intent. <laughs> Everything is intent. Chin. Intention. Everything is intention. <laughs> After you have the cakes and ale, or whatever it is you're doing, that would be that would be the time to where you could meditate on your intention for your magic or your ritual or whatever you did, or if you just want to sit there and meditate in the energies, it's up to you. Um, you could ground yourself in the ritual. Still recommended to eat afterwards um, to recharge and everything. This is also where, if you just want to sit and vibe out in the, in the ritual, that works too. Um, but one way or the other, it nearing the end of the ritual. Um, so we would close the circle. Um, for us, closing the circle is we would, I don't want to say dismiss because you, you never want to make it sound like you're sending them away. You, you do But you want to let them know that they are free to leave. They came, they helped, and now they're free to leave. At this, at this point in the ritual, we would dismiss the deities, whoever they are, however many there are, or just all together. And then we would do the reverse order of the elements. elements. So we'd start with spirit, earth, water, fire, air. And at that point, the only thing left would be to dissolve the circle that you set up around the area, which is just as simple as announcing that the circle's open, that it wasn't broken, the everything. The open, but never unbroken. The circle is open, but unbroken. Marry me, marry part until we marry me again. There it is. So, yeah. And that's, that's a ritual. So once the circle's open, you would want to... Ground yourself. Ground yourself. Eat. Drink. Rest a little bit. Obviously, clean up the ritual. Um, In our case, we usually do it before bedtime. Yeah, we do it really stupidly where we generally intend to go to bed right afterwards. It doesn't usually work. No. Between the fact that you do get energized from it and the fact that... You've got a... 
clean, you gotta clean everything up. Yeah. Especially in our case, Children. GW wakes up hours before we ever try to intend to wake up. So we need to have everything cleaned up, otherwise he's gonna start fucking with shit. Not intentionally, but he'll he's try, seven. He'll touch. He's seven. He'll, he'll touch everything. He'll, he'll touch everything. Um, he might lose it. He might break something. Not to mention, you want to make sure the candles properly extinguished, the cauldrons properly extinguished. Otherwise, you, you, house fire. Yeah. Fire very safety. real. Fire safety. Very important. Um. Don't be like us. Don't take the don't take the batteries out of the smoke alarm because the sage keeps setting it off. Choose a spray. It's safer. <laughs> Alright, anyway, so that would be the basic ritual outline that took much longer than I probably should have to explain. Other than that, I don't think there's really any other... I mean, there's probably, I mean, there, there's probably tons of other Yeah, there are tons of other could, things we, witchcraft We could go into wise. herbs and yeah, we but, could probably uh, sit here for hours yeah, going we, over what we, you could we, do, but we, we may have already surpassed our hour. Before yeah, I'm editing, we can't we tell. Did. I'm betting we did. Um, which I mean, it's better. Yes, we at least had a coherent thought train for this one. That's because we actually wrote out a proper. Yeah. <laughs> episode one, we only had the thought train for like the first thirty minutes, and then somehow still made it an hour. Yeah. That... Anyways, so let us know in the comments if you have any thoughts, concerns, questions. Anything, anything you think we missed. Um, anything we may have gotten wrong. Would love to hear your version of thoughts on it. On any of this. Yes. All of it. Um, make sure to like, subscribe if you want to. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. We're, we have interesting plans. Yeah. Eventually, we want to have just to talk about our thoughts of House, the House of Night books. Yes. Which is I going to, to turn do... into an argument. It will turn into an argument. We have very different feelings. Um, <laughs> eventually, uh, eventually, for like the YouTube channel, I don't just want it to be the podcast. Um, We're working on other video ideas yes. because this is <laughs> this is this. It's, this is, it's not bad. It's not good yet, but it's not bad. It's um, new. Um, Sapphire does a bunch of crafts, so we might bring that in we, at some point. We'll, we'll do I want to start. Ways. I want to start working with her with resin. Resin looks really fun to me. She doesn't like it. She says it's sticky. I'm not sure I care. I I, I see I mean, all these molds and it. I want, I want, I want to make this stuff for my altar, and I need more altar space. We, we are going to be expanding the channel. Yes. Uh, if you have ideas of things we could do, things you would like to see, yeah. tell us. Um, there's actually, if you go on the website, there is a contact us page, or you can leave it in the comments. You can go to the website. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Not that we're... We don't there's have, nothing on TikTok. Yeah, we have a TikTok, on, but there's nothing on TikTok. Yeah, he just converted his TikTok that he didn't use. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I... Well, I never posted on my TikTok. I used my TikTok. I just didn't post on my TikTok. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to have to maintain two TikToks. And so, comments, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't think you can message us on TikTok, but if you figure out how, you uh, knock yourself out. We, I don't know if they can say anything on Pinterest either that gets to us. Mm, I don't think so. We do have a Pinterest. If you want to go find there, it's got all of our blogs. All our blog All posts. our blog posts. And we should put links to the videos too. Can we do that? I can find out. And then on the website itself, which is nixusgrove.com, there is a contact us page where you can fill in your name, email, and just type an email. Yeah. And that will come to us, which honestly would probably be the most concise way to let us know the, if you want that's anything. That's the most direct way. Um, we haven't quite decided how to manage all the 
comments and stuff yet, and especially yeah. especially on the blog itself. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah, the blog itself. So. We need to work on because my posts, I get the email for comments. His post, he gets the email for comments. Yeah. And I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's no, not it's not ideal. a bad thing. The only issue is if we have a guest editor. A guest writer, like when Lady wrote, or when Sapphire wrote, if anyone commented on theirs, it'll go to their email. Yeah, so it's... But now I can go, we can go on the back end and find all that, but so... It's a pain. Anyways, that was the very basics of witchcraft. There is plenty more. If you are interested in hearing more, let us know. If all you can always do research too. Research and tell us what research. we're about. Hell, research, let us know, and we can talk about it. That's up to you. That was the basics of witchcraft. This is the witching hour. I'm Sapphire. I'm Tara. And you all have a good day. Or night. Or afternoon. Or whenever the hell you are watching. <laughs> or listening to this. Not reading. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>